Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. We're talking about how insecure creatives are. And I got to say, I've been keeping this in all season. Please. But it's time for me (laughs) to tell you. You see Jen Shaw in yourself or yourself in Jen Shaw. I see a lot of myself in Heather. Yeah, okay, that tracks. <laughs> I'm I so am, sorry, Max. N- I am a needy, <gasps> oh, per, uh, human, a pleaser, a, a pleaser. I need so much validation. Yeah. At the end of the episode, this episode, when she like just can't get enough validation from the people she loves, I like this uh. is. This is hitting way too close to home for you me. You see yourself. This is why I'm always sticking up for Jen Shaw. Volatile p- grief as coming out as just mad hot anger. Like that's me, Jen Shaw. If I was drinking, I would be you. If if you were Jenning towards somebody, I would I would like throw myself on that sword. Oh, thank you. Because that that's the Heather in me, right? Yeah, 100%. like I would somehow blame myself for you jenning at someone yeah and to be honest like i too like jen shaw i'm I'm much more likable because of my husband like i know without a fact just today someone said to me your husband's like the nicest person in the world i was like yeah he is she was like and you're fun and i was like (laughs) yeah there it is we are the shaws i wish in my dreams i have eight assistants (laughs) oh I, f- I freaking love Jen. I like. I know last week was a tough week, but it's man. still a tough week. But here's the thing: Jen is a pitch perfect housewife. Oh. If you were putting an all star housewife cast together, I like Heather. I think she's a really fun housewife. But Jen is the housewife I would put as tribute from Salt Lake. Like, oh, yeah. are we getting every like classic housewife? We're getting the Nene Leaks. Yeah, we're getting the Lisa Vanderpumps. That's actually a fight. Some people don't think she's the classic of Beverly Hills. They might say Kyle, but. I would definitely, hands down, without a doubt, Jen Shaw is like, this is the person who would hold their own on this all-star cast. What would this season have been without Jen? Snooze. It would, would have be- been Meredith and Lisa shopping. Like, what are we doing? Being, like, actually decently good friends. <laughs> like, genuinely decently good friends. <laughs> I know. Who wants to see that? And, like, Whitney wearing, just running weird errands. Whitney's always running the weirdest errands. Like, Taekwondo, getting her hair cut at her dad's fake salon. I mean, it's just the weirdest era. Also, she wears mascara to the gym, and I do not trust those people. Yeah, it's like just you're rich enough, dye your eyelashes if that matters to you. I always want to get my eyelashes dyed, and they're always really hesitant to do it. I think it's hard. Okay, what's your, yeah, well, have you been to the beauty lab? I have not been. I, I don't think I can show my face at Beauty Lab Laser. Wait, why? You could use because a, a I write pseudonym. these recaps. You could use a pseudonym. That's true. They don't see my face. Do you think? I mean, yeah, we do think the housewives read your recaps. We we do think that. We do. I was gonna say that's a lot of that's a lot of confidence for Heather. <laughs> to think even, they though, about you. even though I know for a fact that they read the recaps, I'm still like, why would they read the recaps? <laughs> no I'm one just cares a silly about me. Writer. Tell me I'm a good writer. <laughs> no one cares what I do. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so, we did it, Meg. We've made it. <laughs> we've done it. I gotta tell you, I want to take a long nap. Like I am done 
talking about the housewives after this. I'm done writing about the housewives. Reunion time, man. I don't know. I mean, are we going to... We should podcast about the reunion. We have to. The reunion's the best part. But is it three parts? Did I read that it's three parts? Yes, dog. So three weeks? Maybe we just do one big super reunion. Let's see how it goes. If anyone has an opinion, let us know. I think we could do one episode all about the reunion because they really do put a lot of fodder in those reunions to make them three. Like three, it should be an hour. Episodes is so long. <sighs> They're freaking good though. I mean, every I will say also, it, today when I watched the final one, I was like, it has been a long road with these ladies. It has. And it like, really has. I am also a little done. I'm a little done with them, but I love the reunions. The reunions are so... Sometimes if I don't watch an entire season, I'll still watch the reunion. Because, like, you get to see how they are now and the reactions to them, which is my favorite kind of reality TV. My favorite reality TV is when people get to react to the things that are happening in real time, like Love Island. Yeah. They saw... Or TOWIE. There's a show, this British reality show, The Only Way is Essex. Anyone DM me if this interests you and they watch they film on like a Monday and then it then it airs on like a Thursday and then they film again after it's airing so they're reacting to what they saw and it is volatile and I love it so much and that is kind of what this like that's at least like the the reunion gives me it's a little bit of volatile yeah and I cannot wait I will say their outfits are a woof so far (laughs) From what I've seen, it is that a big is a lot woof. of boob on Meredith. That is like big, big cleavage. She's serving us like big business. You know that show, Big Business, with um, Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin from the eighties. You know, I made it thirty minutes into that movie before I had to call it quit. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good movie. I watch it all the time. Actually, no, it is a good movie. I loved it when I was a kid. Anyway, she's giving us that big business like eighties power suit, but like make it slutty. Yeah. You do you, Meredith. Um, I will say, though, the recap at the beginning of this episode did remind me we had some pretty good times. We had some good times. We had that- I had forgotten about hospital smell, honestly. And I know. What a, what a time to be alive. What, that was the best of times. But, like, Grandpa Intercourser, uh, always forever. Uh, that college hot girl fight, remember? She didn't remember her from college. Like, that Lisa Heather, I mean, the honor code fight was so hilarious. Did you see the beauty lab blazer is selling honor code t-shirt? It says Gosh. honor code what? I love that. Thank you. Um, that shut the F up about Mary. I mean, there were some <laughs> You're really- going to go with Mary? Who F's her, her grandpa? <laughs> and then it's like, it's hard to be mad at that. Because she's not wrong. So uh, there were some really nice times. There were there were good times. I'm going to miss them. I'm not going to miss um, making jokes about them because I'll be honest, I'm out of jokes. Uh, it's hard to make a joke about a joke. It's, yeah, it People really is. People don't get that. You guys, you don't get it. It's hard to make a joke <laughs> about a joke. Like, for example, what we see this episode at Mary's church. Oh it's gosh. hard to make a joke about that painting because that painting... In itself is the joke. Anyway. <laughs> so we start, uh, first of all, we start with like a series of photos of temples where I'm like, oh boy, we're really, we're going to lean in I on was this like, episode. We finally did it. We finally got the temples. Uh, here's the thing. Like I was an English major, right? I submitted a lot of papers and in, mm, in English classes, yeah, that's a flex. <laughs> they teach you how to set up your thesis and then how to support your thesis all the way through and then write a strong conclusion. And what the producers have done here is they've certainly opened with a thesis, which is it's hard to be Mormon. 
ignore that entirely for the mm-hmm. entire episode and then come back at the end. I got to say, this is a C minus paper at best. Uh, at best. And ugh, I have such beef with something that happened in this episode. I'm offended. I don't think I have used that word yet to describe a feeling I have with the house rives, but I'm telling you with a capital O, I'm offended by something. We'll get there. But this was a bad paper. I'm bringing that up because it's Bravo's fault that I'm offended, not a housewife. Uh, it's also a little offensive that they went right from the temples to Whitney's daybreak house. In a crystal. She sets one like flimsy. Is it plastic? I don't know what's happening. I'm just there. like, Whitney, you never failed to be predictable because that crystal, I'm not surprised. I would have guessed if someone asked me which housewife's into crystals. Yeah, it's Whitney. It's a definitely Whitney. She's really, she's really something. Speaking of her house, I spent a minute looking at the uh, still the of aerial? her backyard. And there's a hot tub. I couldn't find it. It's so it's weird because her house is like there's a house and then there's like a tiny little like I don't know if it's a shed or if it's their garage. I think it's their garage. It's their garage. It's detached. When we saw this before, there was a detached garage. Okay, so it's detached and the hot tub is behind there. Okay, well that's great to know. Although I was disappointed. I will tell you, I feel superior to people with detached garages. Do you? I have a detached garage right now. We're building a house with an attached garage, and I am. I've never been so excited about anything in my entire life. I like since the time I was 20, all I wanted in my life was a garage and a dog. And now that I have it, I have to remind myself every day how lucky I am. You have it all. I have everything. Why would I ever complain? Ever wanted. (laughs) This is it. I'm better than Whitney. She has to walk in the cold from her garage with her groceries. I don't think people understand the trial it is to have a detached garage. It is. Awful. No, it's it's very terrible. Send I don't me money s- because my <laughs> life is hard. I don't want to say you live in poverty, but I will say you don't live in wealth. <laughs> no, because <I'm> so- <laughs> that dragging <laughs> you know your groceries into the house. I bet they considered me as a cast member, and they're like, "But she's got that detached garage." Like they were like, "We already have one detached." Garage. I, I mean, mean luckily how she much, lives on the island of Daybreak. How much sadness can we <laughs> add to this show? Okay, I guarantee they did definitely consider you. Um, and so. So we're getting at the beginning of this, like the these, worst. these terrible flashbacks. Like I got nauseous walking, watching them because they're taking like the things the women say and they're making them like echoey and they're tilting yeah. and it's black and white. And, and there's it's, like images over images. Yeah, it's like it's a lot. And I'm like, OK, settle down. It's like that Winnie the Pooh thing. Remember when he gets like lumps and woozles? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what was happening. Housewives and woozles. Yeah. So all of them are remembering the trauma they endured in Vegas. Even Mary, who wasn't there. I know. I was like, Mary gets a flashback. She wasn't even there. We're not going to see any more of Mary, I will right? say, I hope not. Meredith, though, cooking bacon i'm like two weeks ago this lady didn't even know how to use a blender and now she's cooking bacon in a pan which is hard to do it burns and that oil flies up yeah so i'm kind of like is meredith a fake does she know how to cook and she's just pretending to be like a blender never heard of it which way is she faking though is she does she know how to cook and is faking i think she used to to be a stay-at-home mom and knew how to cook and now she's pretending like She's always been a business lady. That's my prediction. Interesting. Because you just don't cook bacon in a pan. You know what I got? It's like a little screen thing that you put over the pan and it catches the oil. <sighs> wow. Still makes your house smell, though. That's the thing about bacon. Let me tell you the best thing to do in bacon. Please. Your air fryer. Okay. It doesn't smell and it gets so crispy. Here's my thing with the air fryer, though. The, mm-hmm. the little compartment isn't very big. Well, I upgraded. 
Oh. So I used to only be able to cook three slices of bacon at a time because it wasn't very big. But recently I got a toaster of an air fryer because I'm wealthy, as I've mentioned. Yeah, you have a garage. We um, know. So now I have two air fryers and sometimes I cook 17 pieces of bacon. Are you kidding That's me? That's a whole package. Oh my God. I know. I feel good. And it doesn't stink up your house? It doesn't as much, but it's like a tinge of bacon, which personally I love. A tinge is fine. But it it, says, when it's like, it's permeated yeah. every surface no. and upholstery and... No, it would if I cooked it in a pan, which is why I'm calling fake on Meredith because, well, we know it's a rental. Yeah. That being said, she was wearing a robe she sells for like 80 bucks. You're going to get bacon grease and smell on that? I guess if you own it, you can just. She can just way, go to the store and swap it out. A pan bacon fry up is a bold move for it someone is. who does no, not yeah. use a blender. I was taken aback. Absolutely. She was using a fork in a a nonstick pan. That was weird. Yeah, which, that it was a tough, tough look. It's a tough. Um, look. Heather and her crew are getting ready for the Beauty Lab Laser location grand opening, and you know Heather's like apologizing for her bad mood, even though she doesn't seem like she's in a bad mood. She should be apologizing for this Victoria's Secret's angel montage she's shoving on us. (laughs) I've never been to an opening of a beauty lab, if you can imagine. But I, I, it's hard to believe. Where, what in the, how in the hell does this make sense to anyone? I know she's later like, we got our wings. And I'm like, that is a personal birthday theme. Mm -hmm. This is a business and you look like, I don't understand this baby shower vibe. Yet again, a yeah. really bad baby shower vibe. Also, they're all wearing shirts that said, life is short by the lips. And I'm not mad about it. But I don't know that I'm into it. <laughs> I can't decide. You know, they have one of those signs right by my house. And I drive by it a lot. And it every time I'm like, maybe I'll buy lips. Like, I think it's... Con- it's you know what? It's working. It works. <laughs> So um, then Whitney pops by. She's like, I was just at the gym and here's a Murray joke. I was like, Whitney, you just come from the sports mall. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for regional people. I grew up in Murray, as I mentioned. So I just love the visual. The sports mall was a big effing Dylan Murray. What is the sports mall? Bro, what is in the sports mall? It's everything. It was the place to work out. Is it a gym? Yeah, it's a gym. It has an, it has tennis courts, indoor and outdoor. Oh. It has a giant pool whoa 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 uh yeah no it's very fancy okay it was the where where does everyone go now excel what's that place well, in holiday that all if, the fancy ladies go if you're in draper and you're a swinger you go to the treehouse well yeah gym. the treehouse so the sports smells kind of like the treehouse um it was the place well, in sounds Murray. like it so i can guarantee winnie just came from the sports mall um and then whitney this is another joke i wrote so everyone appreciate it <laughs> How did Whitney know it was a stanchion and not a pole? I mean, if we've learned anything this past year, it's that Whitney knows everything about poles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a joke I wrote for I'm us. I'm so glad this season's over. <laughs> that stanchion conversation also led me to believe these editors are glad the season's over. I'm like, why are we talking about stanchions for seven minutes? Okay, but here's the thing. Is Whitney secretly a genius because she knew what beef eaters were and she knows what stanchions are? I think she might be like a savant (laughs) in some, like some, she has an expertise. I don't know what it is, but she definitely doesn't know a lot about other stuff. Oh, she doesn't know how to brand herself. Did you know that name? Did you know stanchions? Yeah, I used to work in events though, so. I had no idea. I know what a stanchion is. I also used to build, um, there was this game called 
roller coaster tycoon. Ugh. Okay, so I bought it on CD-ROM and it wasn't compatible with our system. And like the heartbreak I endured. I bought it on my phone because now it's an app and it's oh, just okay. not the same. No, see? It's terrible. You need a full screen. Yeah. But you know you have to make cues and then they ask you if you want to add stanchions. So you should uh, also be uh, familiar. Well, if it had been compatible with my system, I'd Dude, probably know that word. freaking fun is that game? I never played it because it you wasn't never compatible played it? with my system. It is so freaking fun. When I was in college, that's right, college, uh-huh. I was very into it. My little brother and I'd share a computer and we would like... I mean... I spent it. the entire month of April playing Animal Crossing, so I'm not one to judge. Well, I highly suggest everyone getting in a roller coaster tycoon. Um, now they're talking about the opening. Yeah, and Jen. Of course. Everyone's, on, everyone's she's the main character. She's all anyone's talking about. And there's only one person who's willing to talk to her right now, and that's Lisa. Yeah, but let's talk about how Whitney's like, if I were you, I would call Jen and politely uninvite her. And I'm I was like, like no, fat you wouldn't. freaking chance of Whitney. You would not you do are that. You kind of a coward when it comes to confrontation. She's, look, I'm going to say it. Whitney's kind of sneaky. Oh, yeah. So you would never directly tell Jen hey, she's not invited. If I were in a room with Tiffany the hypnotist and she asked me who I don't trust. Whitney. Whitney for sure. Probably Jen too, for being honest. I don't know. Well, I mean, do I trust any of them? No, not really. I but. think I trust Heather. Yeah. If we're being frank. I, I mean, Heather kind of without guile in a lot of ways. Yeah. She's too, um, she's working too hard on her own self-actualization. <laughs> I don't think that she can really... Watching <laughs> Heather work on her own self-actualization is like watching someone try to walk up the down escalator. Like, yeah, there's a, just not a lot of progress. But it's funny. It's, super funny. <laughs> it's something you don't see a lot. And when there is progress, it feels good. You know, because they worked hard for it. By the end of this episode, I was like, wow, Heather, hope this sticks, you know? I felt some things about Heather. One of them was very frustrated. We'll get to that, too. Yeah, so the only person who will talk to Jen, as you mentioned, it's Lisa in some cropped leggings. I was into it. I was into those pants. I was not. I did not love. I didn't love it. I don't get. I just don't. I just don't get it because I'm like yet again another outfit my Barbie had. Sure. Because she also had, like, pops of neon green. But we also have to remember, this was 2019, and that was probably hot look. Now neon green's no, like... No, this, this was 2020. This was February 26th, right. my birthday, 2020, because Aww. on the door of Lake Effect is a Roots Tech poster. Oh, yeah. Roots Tech? Yeah. We went to a jazz game, and there were all these Roots Tech people there. <laughs> little did I know that was the last time I was going to, like, be in a crowd. And little did you know it was Roots Tech. Roots Tech. Was it worth it? For those who don't know, is like a weird genealogy conference where people go and do ancestry. My my father in law is very into it. I could see how it'd be kind of fun. Well, he's a, this is a brag. He's like one of the best world Chinese genealogists. Really? Yeah, the guy who wrote Crazy Rich Asians, the director just quoted him in a room. That's right. Thank you so much. So see you guys later. I'll see you next year on The Real Housewives. Obviously, I'm very famous. I can't talk, wait to talk about Bling Empire. We're doing Bling Empire next. Speaking of crazy rich Asians. Yeah. Okay, so Lisa and Jen meet up. I do want to say I like that Lisa's meeting up with Jen. Yeah. And I will say this, and this comes up again for me. I do think when you tell someone you do not like them, a whole new world is open to you. When I'm like direct and like, I don't like this person and I don't want to be their friend, all of a sudden I have this huge reserve of like, you know what? Maybe I'm okay with them. 
There's something very freeing about acknowledging that you do not enjoy a person and then saying, I don't want to be your friend. I always come back and I'm their friend again. I'll tell you. I mean, when you remove the expectation of friendship, I feel like it becomes a lot easier to get along with someone, right? If you can just Mm -hmm. be like, we just have to be two humans who exist. That gives you a lot more space. And I also think, yeah, I don't want to be your friend. But then all of a sudden you don't see all these bad things because there's this realization of like, oh, I don't have to be their friend. Right. So you don't resent them for being like bonkers or as like Jen likes to say, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You don't resent those kind of actions because right. there's this freedom of like, well, I don't actually have to be their friend. I want to be here because they add some value to my life here. And Lisa's, it's like we're castmates and we both want to get on next season right. so we need to have whatever I don't know maybe she actually really likes Jen I think there's some good there but I do think there is something very freeing about just admitting you don't like someone and then moving on yeah I mean I think it's kind of one of those things where you have to hit rock bottom and then you can build back up yeah agreed and so that's why I'm not surprised it's Lisa okay so let me tell you because race plays into this conversation and yeah. I actually had someone reach out last week I don't know if it was after reading my recap or listening to the podcast or just after watching the episode. But she's like, look, I got to tell you, I really don't like what they're doing with Jen on the show. I am a brown woman who grew up in Utah and I see a lot of myself in her and the way she acts because I've had to become defensive. And I've been thinking a lot about that. And it has made me a little uncomfortable that Jen is often the only woman of color in the room and she's being made to look the most aggressive and the most combative. Mm-hmm. I think that she is aggressive at times, but I wonder if the editing is playing into that. And it just I'm just kind of uncomfortable with the way it's been presented. And that comment really made me think about it more. And then I was thinking if I was raising two black sons in Utah, I would Ooh. probably be crazy defensive. A hundred percent. I I do think Obviously, I don't have the same experience as Jen. I can see why Jen has that experience. Yeah. Because we've all seen it, right? Um, and if you have it, you're not looking because it's true. What Like, Jen sh- probably does have to be very defensive because yeah. people don't get her. Right. Because she is different than everybody just because she is a different color right away. And her husband's Muslim yeah. and black. So it's like all of a sudden, like, it does feel like if you're talking commonality jen has everything stacked against her right and you do sort of start feeling a little bit defensive about that i can definitely understand that and i'm not mad i do appreciate that this time she expounded more remember when they had that fake met lunch and she was like you don't understand how the way i was raised and she kind of left it at that where she kind of i mean she talked a little bit about it and then mary called her ghetto and that then mary derailed where i think she would have gone which is here i think that jen would have gotten to this conversation If Mary wouldn't have been like, don't wave your finger at me. Mary is so out of touch with racism. Can we say that? I I think we can. Okay. I'm going to make a bold statement. I think Mary does not get it. No. Because she lives in a different universe. But Jen lives in this world. Yeah. And it's hard in this world to be Jen. I believe that. Yeah. That being said, I agree. But I don't necessarily understand why it means she brings up the same fight. Yes. I, she does have things to apologize for. A hundred percent. You shouldn't like push a person. I'm also kind of like, I think Whitney's a turd too. Like I'm in there with you, Jen. I agree with you. And I do think Whitney is smart and I think she's sneaky. So I think it's very easy for Whitney to frame Jen as this like very dramatic finger wave in Mm -hmm. kind of woman, Mm -hmm. which 
you know, they give her that edit anyway. And so I do think that Whitney helps support that edit. Yeah, I do too. And that makes me not like Whitney because I think she also is like, Jen's different. Let's push it out. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm also kind of like, like people are on the internet or like, there's no way Jen's actually like that. She's too much. But I'm also kind of like, I don't think I definitely can't. We don't know what it's like to be uh, such a minority. Right. And I think that it's people throwing out stuff like she's too much. It kind of also makes me feel a little like I don't love that because I think two things can happen when you are the most different person in a room is that you kind of overcompensate. Sure. And you have a big personality to be like, I know I'm different, but I'm also choosing this. Yeah. And make yourself the center of attention in that way. Well, because it's easier to lean in, right? A hundred percent. And or be really defensive. And I think we've seen both from Jen. And I know last week we were both kind of like, we don't like Jen claiming that they made her seem. What did she say? She tone policed. Toned policed. We were both kind of pushed back on that a little bit. But this week I was like, I'm so glad Jen explained that more. Yeah, me too. It's not about your family was raised different than Megan. Our, our, we were raised different, whatever. We're basically the same. It's very. It's beyond that. It's not that you had different parents. It's like you have a whole different culture. And now you're getting shove a circle into a square. Right. And it's not, it's not a culture that you chose. Like you, this is who you are. Yes. You look different and yeah. you're always going to look different. And yeah. that, that's hard. Yeah. So I'm there with Jen. I I gave Jen a lot more grace this week. I will say forever till the day I die. There is no way that Jen was talking bad about Lisa off a of camera. And I'm sick and of we Whitney. Haven't seen it. And I'm yeah. sick of Whitney saying that she was because I'm like that. I just refuse to believe it. And it kind of seems like Lisa doesn't believe it either. And I was kind of glad about that. You know, when Whitney's... I mean, Have we, these two, like, do they even have a relationship? This is the first time I've seen the two of them really have a conversation together. I think the reunion is going to be such an interesting look at their relationship. I do too. And Jen also talks a lot about being a minority in Utah on that. And I'm very interested because then she gets to respond to things in real time. Yeah. And I want that for her. Me too. Okay. So that's great. Um, Meredith is slicing bananas. (sighs) Gives a crap about this. I just don't like that her and Seth are so happy. I don't think they're happy. Is this happy? This is what I wrote. This is happy? This is the happiest you've ever been? Dad jokes does not a great marriage make. I mean, I cannot... mm, I cannot imagine being married to Seth. There, I said it. He might be a great guy, but he seems very cheesy and also weirdly controlling. And weirdly sexual. So sexual. I hate how sexual he is. It makes me so uncomfortable. And maybe that says something about my own intimacy issues. But I don't think so. I don't think that anyone in the world wants their husband on national TV talking about their sex life the amount of times that Seth talks. But when he was like bossing her around about how she should go talk to her friends, I was like, the aggression that you are coming at your wife with is so interesting for someone who also like is so extreme like cheesy and cuddly i just don't get him and you know what i don't think i like him i wouldn't want to sit next you to him know on a who plane. i don't like and i know this is unpopular their dog oh. who's not trained at all okay well i see a lot of my dog in that so. <laughs> does your dog poop everywhere no this dog poops everywhere that's true they, they could just get a trainer but i was also like well this dog's in a rental so maybe it's acting up let's give that dog a little okay, bit of- that's fair uh, then we have this weird conversation and then Meredith's like, I've never had dramatic friends like this. I've never had toxic friends like this. And I'm just like, where'd you go to junior high, Meredith? Hey, yeah. Mary, where'd you go to junior high? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says she needs to disengage. That's her oh word. Oh my gosh. No kidding. She loves to disengage. She also is like, 
people shouldn't talk about my marriage. I'm really offended, blah, blah, blah. Also, they're probably all talking about my marriage because their marriages are bad. Yeah. And I was like, come on, Meredith. <laughs> Up until now, you actually had been a little like, I wouldn't call her a hypocrite or whatever, which every other housewife is because like that's just the way that people are. And I had kind of felt like Meredith disengages enough that she doesn't have strong opinions about other people. But now like when she said that, I was like, come on. Yeah, it's a lot. You can't just blanket statement people having bad marriages. Um, Whitney's dad is auditioning to be an instructor at a hair school oh because gosh. he's done with his sobriety program. Uh, hey, Meg, how do you tell people you're in the middle of a middle life crisis without saying a word? You wear a bandana? And white Oakleys. Those white Oakleys were Those white a Oakleys. lot. They were a lot. Look, I wish her dad well, sincerely. I don't care. I hope we don't see him. Again. I don't care. She's already crying at the reunion about him, which I'm sure it's sad. I'm not trying to say addiction is heartbreaking. Well, for sure. But. I don't care about Whitney's side storylines. I'd way rather talk about the fact that her husband looks older than her dad. That's way more interesting to me. If you're going to give us a Whitney storyline, make it a swinger storyline. That's all we want. You know? A hundred percent. I just don't... I'm sorry. I hope she's well. I don't care. So now we're back at Heather's business, which has a weird tinsel and a ball. I didn't get it. Did you see that decoration? Yeah. And I think they've just kind of given up because they're moving locations, you know? It's a really great... That's a really great um, perspective. Meredith is there. Like, are these two friends? That's the other thing. I'm like, we're just picking the weirdest pairings now. This one is very weird, too. These two don't have a relationship at Uh, all. I know, but I know, like, in the most been from Utah moment, Meredith does says, oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that is the most Utah Meredith has ever been. You love to see it. And they're having champagne at like 11 a.m. Is that a thing? I don't know. I wish. Is that my life? It's, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. They're talking about Jen. I'm just kind of bored. I'm like, we're still talking about this? I know. I'm also bored by this. I do think that Heather had a good perspective for herself when she was like, if this was my daughter and this was their friend, I'd probably be like, stop being friends with this person. And I'm like, oh, 100%. I'd probably like her the most, though. Like, of all my kids' friends, she'd probably be my favorite of them. Jen would? Yeah. yeah. But I'd also be like, she's probably not healthy for you. Yeah, but, like, I'll be friends with her. A hundred percent. But I'm also kind of like, don't get mad at me. Is that a Heather problem or is that a Jen problem? I also, um, everyone's going to be shocked to hear that Heather relates us back to her marriage because not being appreciated is a big trigger for her. Like, that's get how she in line. In her marriage. That's not an ex- that is not a divorce marriage mentality. That is an everyone who's ever been in a relationship mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Get in line, Heather. Okay, and then... Oh, boy. Here we go. Lisa uh, just really wants Fresh Wolf to happen. I, her kids don't seem to care. No one seems to care. Not, he has a shaved head. Do, do, if there is no chance on this good green earth that that nine-year-old gives a crap that, about Fresh Wolf. Men's Nor grooming. should he. He's nine years old. I like, there is a part of me, I will never stop making fun of Fresh Wolf. I can't. I can't stop myself. Yeah. There is a part of me that's like, Lisa put her money where her mouth is, and I do appreciate that, that she is actually really encouraging her kids to yeah. do something. I do worry that that's how she thinks she's spending time with them, but I'm not a therapist. I'm just saying it doesn't seem fun for that nine-year-old. In fact, he's doing everything he can to not talk about Fresh Wolf. Yeah. I mean, I for sure have tried to find ways that I can spend time with my kids and I don't want to 
gouge out my eyeballs. You know, like, I'm not going to play on the floor with you. That's not my jam. No, no, thank you. You want to make cookies? Let's do it. You know, like, let's meet each other where we are. I just feel like maybe she's asking the nine-year-old to meet her on the top floor of an executive building, and he's just not there yet. Great perspective. That's a really good perspective. What I like to do is force a kid to like what I like. Sure. As a hobby. I don't force a kid to come in and do my job. Like, oh, do you know do you love to write? Great. Come on in here. Let's write some taglines <laughs> for this product. No, it's like we both like Kyrie Potter now. Yeah. Like that's what yeah, we yeah, both yeah, like. Yeah. You yeah. find and you find a common denominator. It did kill me though when Lisa's like, I know I'm a good mom and I know I'm a great wife. There's mm-hmm. no disputing that. And I thought you can't argue with that kind of confidence. I need to have that confidence. What though. have I ever been that confident about in There's my life? There's not a day that goes by that I don't think I'm a terrible mother, you know? And if I could just take away that anxiety, think how productive I would be. I, I know I'm a bad to okay wife. <laughs> And there's no disputing that. And you know what? The good news of that is there's very low expectations in the marriage. It's like not having to be (laughs) friends with someone. Same. Just lower expectations. You don't have to be a great mom or a good wife. It's fine. Um, Whatever. Hey, Mary. Been a while. Okay. So they go to Mary's church. Oh, my gosh. And on the wall. (sighs) Look, I don't know how to talk about this. I don't want to be disrespectful to these worshipers. No, I will be. I will say this. If you have a friend that goes to Faith Church, you should call them because they are not okay. They're that not okay. That is how I feel about this. First, first we come in. I respect other religions. It's not that. The f- problem I have is that this religion seems to be very much about Mary. It's not. Yes. And maybe it's about them with God. I, I mean, think it's about the Cosby family. Because yes. what I'm looking at here is a portrait of Rosemary Cosby shaking hands with Jesus in heaven. Oh, boy. And, and she's it's, wearing, like a, it's like a Mormon Jesus, too. That's the thing that also struck me. I was like, this is not a, a uh, me, and this isn't a Jesus that could have come from anywhere. That is a Mormon Jesus. We have seen him everywhere. Yeah. Also, Rosemary Cosby's wearing a very chic, I think, fur jacket. Mm-hmm. Which a diamond I, necklace. I, I, I The only thing I kept thinking about was, I don't know if you remember when Kanye West like had this picture of his mom when, in heaven as an angel, and then he made a video game of it. <laughs> and he had her in like a diamond necklace, and she looked so glam. And I was like, that. this is the same kind of vibe here. Um, I don't know what to say about that picture other than how much did it cost, just out of curiosity. And who made it? I gotta know everything. Does he take commissions? This is like John McNaughton level. Like, I might buy it, you know, like, just like for a laugh. Yeah, I had a friend in college who was a stand-in for the Jesus paintings. Oh, wow. And I was like, is that him? Because it is definitely, that is a Mormon. We went to college with him. That's a Mormon Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we get there. It's hard to process. I think the next thing that happens is even harder to process. (laughs) Because Mary comes in and she's like, where's the love? Do y'all you love me? And then she's like, I love church because it's a place of love. And then she proceeds to bully everyone in there. Uh-huh. If they're chubby, that they're not yelling that they love her enough, that they don't practice. Oh, my gosh. I I don't get it. I don't get I don't. I, I mean, I hope I don't get it because and I truly think Mary's delusional. A lot of the choir members are like getting emotional. And I was like, what is this editing? Is this. Are they brainwashed? Like, I'm having a hard time here understanding what's happening. It all, it was very, I was very uncomfortable. I, I was like, my only hope I walked away with is I just hope they all know they're on TV 
and that's what they're excited about because they weren't yeah. excited about Mary. Do you know what I mean? And like, also, Mary knows she's on TV and she's totally telling that guy he looks chubby and to drink water, which like, Mary, if water made people skinny, we would all just drink water, you dummy. Water isn't the answer. She's bringing up water quite a bit this season, but I'm also mad because I think she's such a jerk. I don't know how else to say it. She's abrasive and I think she's a jerk. When you call people out for messing up by name like that and like, why is Mary the the choir leader? Right. Because she just wanted Does to she be. sing? Like, have we heard her sing? I don't know. I just think Mary in her confessionals, she thinks she's like funny and breezy. You know, like she always does that hand and like shakes her hair. And I think she thinks she's coming off like, I'm just Mary, whatever, hair shake, hair shake. There is not a single thing breezy about Mary. She's a heavy personality. It's upsetting. Everything she says is she upsetting. She cries at the only, th- I don't get, crying at your own sermons. Is that a thing? I mean, when I give a talk in church, I usually cry. Not me. I don't reasons. believe what I say, though. Also, in an amen bedazzled sweatshirt. I want that sweatshirt. <laughs> I mean, I was okay I was. I liked that sweatshirt. <laughs> I was like, Mary got really into it. Like, if my grandma were here, she would be proud of me. Which, Because <laughs> remember, Mary is married to her grandmother's possible murderer. And yeah, Mary's married to her, her, her step-grandpa. And if you're... What's interesting is if your grandma was here, he would be a polygamist, and then you'd be Mormon, Mary. Full circle. I mean, so maybe those producers weren't so sloppy. Yeah, with their... maybe they came back to that thesis. Uh, so, Jen, let's see. Sharif has set up a surprise salsa dancing lesson for Jen. <laughs> I love Jen. She walks in. She says, can I win a trophy? Like, Ugh, She's the best. I know a type A when I see one. I, I get that. If we're not going to win a trophy, what Why are we, we even doing, doing this? Why are we doing this? I also love that they drove all the way to Orem for Strictly I, Ballroom. No. Is there not a ballroom <laughs> dance studio anywhere in Salt Lake County? <laughs> I had a look up straight ballroom like where does this business exist in utah and, of and course it's a it's strip orem. mall in orem oh, I, know. I know that because do you know what's right there is this like center stage is this like performing arts school where for is kids? this is this over by so delicious it's west orem okay it's on the other side of the freeway okay if i'm right i could be wrong i'm from provo okay and i'm not even from there i live there i don't know much about orem um it killed me that she's so likable when she's with coach shaw he oh. has such a nice energy and when she's with him she is calm and she is fun she's still the ceo of fun oh for sure but she just like he makes they are a yin and yang they absolutely are they're also very good at dancing truly i i was sincerely impressed uh they looked amazing she her jumpsuit looked i don't it's not my vibe no but she she looks looks so good good in that jumpsuit she has incredible legs she looks great i mean i we know her breasts are fake she looks great. I mean, she probably does cool sculpting. I'm sure she'd be the first to tell us that. Yeah, because, I mean, Heather probably would, because Heather's said numerous times she's a great client. Um, I just thought, I really like you. I like you so much when you're like this. I never want them to get divorced. I think, I truly worry for Jen if they do. She would be a monster. I'll say that. She would be a monster without the coach shot energy. She loves Sharif so much. She really does. They seem to really sincerely love each other. Know, I'm rooting for them. Very sweet. Um, he gives her some advice. He's like, listen, you kind of got to apologize to your friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe how, what a patient person Coach Shaw is. Because when she's saying, I feel misunderstood by my friends, I would be like, because you don't tell them actually how you're feeling. Right. They don't understand you because you're not telling them 
how you feel. Just like we just saw with her and Sharif have that big breakdown where she's like, I resent you. And he was like, oh, really? Because you're not telling me. I mean, we all do it. Yeah, We're I was going to say, I think in every relationship, you sometimes have to look. People need more than what you're probably telling them and in I'll, every case. I'll tell you as a Jen, she probably doesn't even know how she feels. She doesn't sure. even understand herself. Do you want to know her husband and her friends don't understand her because she doesn't understand herself, but she has a lot of emotion she shares. Yeah. And it's sometimes you have to dig deep. I personally have a therapy chart where it's like you're mad. That's actually a different emotion. It's probably disappointment. Like at the root of it, there's a different word you want to use, but you yeah. don't want to touch it because disappointment feels really hard to tell someone that you care so you just say like i'm mad anyway please anger is a secondary emotion exactly so i think she she shares all her secondary emotions but she never actually gives you that first but this has been a good episode for jen because yeah she definitely did and i just love coach sean i would watch a show of the two of them i would hire him as a therapist no joke i would love to hire him as i need him to be in town more so he can be my therapist he used to be a lawyer it says what yeah, I read that in, uh, just shout out to Meg, who was in The Ringer about The Real Housewives. They did a Real Housewives article, which did I, I read. D- I don't remember reading that in um, the piece. Full yeah, disclosure, they said that. I skimmed it and looked for my name and then went back and read it. <laughs> so they did say that Coach Sa is a former lawyer who's now an assistant coach. Oh, okay. yeah. And I was like, he would be a dynamite lawyer. He has such a nice, calm energy, Ugh. but confident. Not guilty across the board. Oh. I don't care what his client did. I, if he, I would do anything he told me. His counsel yeah. would be full taken he just has a nice quiet confidence i would watch a tv show with him i would watch a tv show where he was a lawyer and she was a judge and it's called marriage court and then another celebrity's the other lawyer yes maybe lisa rinna's husband harry hamlin do we want like him to be like a villainy guy so that coach shaw looks good I, I don't care who you put Coach Shop against. He's going to look good. Do you know what husband of the housewives I really like? Well, by really like, I mean think it's hilarious. And I don't even know if he's still on it. But she was on Real Housewives of New York, and he's British. Oh, and- my gosh. Alex McCord. Yes. Her husband. Um, that's hilarious that you like him. I mean, I think I, I mean, came around on him. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not like, I wouldn't want to be in his family. They were insufferable. Oh, the worst. The worst. But so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I do miss them on that show. Do you know uh, another thing that stuck out to me in Katie's piece that she wrote for The Ringer, which is really great. Everyone should read it, not just because I'm quoted in it, but it's like a really good quoted. piece. Quoted. She talked about how Justin Rose was a bad boy. Of what? Of like, Utah? Of MLS? No, like of a like in college he played basketball and he was like known as like the bad boy. <laughs> My gosh, that guy. I'll tell you, I think he would love to know that about himself. Yeah. He's a do I when they did that recap, I saw him say, Don't tell my parents about this while well, he took a body shot and I was like, truly a fifty four year old man saying that just really says everything. It really does. Like in a very thinks, sad way. Yeah, he still thinks he's a bad boy. He still thinks he's in his 20s. And he thinks he's a star in the basketball team and he's a bad boy. And Whitney, and you're a bad boy, <laughs> um, Whitney encourages that. Yeah. Whitney is like, yeah, we're bad together. And I'm like, you guys have kids. I know. Your this kids are a, old, this too. This is weird. His kids are old. He has like 20. His kids it's are like It's weird we haven't seen his kids. I don't I think ex- it's weird. Would you be on that show if that was your dad and stepmom? But, like, on their Instagram, they, like, are all together all the time. Yeah. I mean, I would ride the coattail on Instagram, but I would not be on the show if that was you my dad. You draw the line on the show. I, I, yes. Because okay. yeah, he's 
a joke. Yeah. I sorry. He's a joke is what I said. He yeah. and Whitney, like their whole story, she really put it out there too, which I'm glad. Thank you. When she was like I mean, I loved it. Oh yeah, it's great TV. But that's what I mean. It's great TV. Would you yeah. want to be in a family that's like they're great TV? What's Whitney's motivation here? Is it just to sell skincare products? Does she just want to be famous? Because she, she's I, a narcissist. She's not coming off great. She's a narcissist. She wants everyone to talk about her. Even her having an affair and getting pregnant. Yeah, it's like that you did that for the shock value. Maybe you do love him. I'm not saying you don't, but the fact that you are so shameless about that and act like I'm not going to be embarrassed about that because I'm not Mormon when it's like, no, that's again, I've said this 19 times. It's not a Mormon thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. You don't cheat on your spouse and then like light that hill on fire mad that like I think that she likes the shock value of being like against the grain. I'm doing quotation marks. People can't see it. I think that is what I think about. I think Whitney is a narcissist. I think she likes shock value. I think in two seasons it's going to come out that she is absolutely a swinger. And that's going to be a storyline. Oh, uh, yeah. And she's going to lean into it then, but she can't yet. Because then she's going to be a Mary Cosby who has a shocking storyline for two episodes. And then no one gives a crap about ever again. So we don't think Mary's coming back. Do you think there's anyone else who's in trouble? I have heard they've all re-signed. But Even Mary? Mary? Oh, I've, not Mary. But Mary. I've heard all the other housewives have already signed. And I asked specifically, Meredith? And I was told, yes, Meredith, but not mm. Mary. Mm. And I mean, it's a pretty good source. It's not a direct... I didn't talk to Mary, but it's two people removed. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's hoping it's Angie. Um. Jeez, oh, I really hope so. Or Sarah. <laughs> Give us that cue now. Um. So Meredith is getting ready. Yep. Decides to go pantless. Brooks asks the questions we all want to know, which is like, did you just take your pants off on camera? And she did. She did. And why not? She's wearing that dress all night. She was not wrong about that. That the pants, the pants were bad. So bad. The look was bad. And when she took the pants off, I was like, this works. I don't love it, but it's better. But then you put on that mask. Again, another Barbie power suit top i own all these ladies dressing like barbie she loves a bell bottom she she only owns bell bottoms and it's i'm not sure i understand it she looks great in them i'm not here to say that let's try wide leg i would say that the reason i think lisa is a more interesting housewife part of it is because she does a lot with fashion and yeah. I don't love it, and I make fun of it almost every time we talk, but she's she's doing it. Oh, like, for sure. I can tell you exactly what Meredith is going to wear. Yeah, I, I mean, I would rather time. you and me be sitting in here making fun of my outfit than not talking about it. Wow, yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. If I'm a housewife, I want people talking about what I'm wearing, good Bell or bad. bottoms and blazers, Meredith. Um, okay, so we get to the Beauty ba- Lab blazer, where their tagline is, Beauty Lab blazer gives you wings. And I was like, I guess this is the Red Bull Botox mashup we never knew we needed. It's weird. What it's a weird. weird. A weird and so weird and weird when Heather says, wow, Mormons really know how to party. I'm like, Who you pl- paid. A, you did, No, this isn't a Mormon thing. You paid an event planner to plan. What you should say is, oh, that purse, that professional I paid to plan this party really knows how to plan a party. These event planners know how to plan a party. Like, Heather, have you never been to a single Wedding reception in a, in, a, in a stupid chapel, you would know that Mormons, in fact, do not know how to throw a party. Yeah. People with money know how to throw a party. Love those little paper cups with nuts in them, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. I think I would have gone to that party, okay? But uh, you know who did go to that party? Show up Heather's ex husband. Which, oh my gosh. If you were going to trash talk a man the Thank entire you. season, 
Don't invite him to the party and act like you're best friends when he this shows is, up. This also really, really bothered me. This is the point of the episode where Heather, I like her. I got really mad in my head about Heather because I'm like, oh, your husband just, your ex-husband just showed up to find out what his alimony's paying for. Like, you can't talk all season about how his money is the reason you can have this business and then also be a dick about him. He probably, I'm not defending him. He's probably a bad, I bet he's a bad husband. I'm not taking that away from her. But like, come let me show you this stuff. Like, why do you seek his approval when all you do is talk crap on him? I know. And it made her look just dumb to be like, mm. let me give you a private tour of this. And then she's like, things are weird in Salt Lake. You can't get anything until you get your ex's approval. I'm like, who said that? This is what she says. Welcome to the weirdness of Salt Lake City where nothing really happens unless your ex gives you his stamp of approval. I was irate because here I finally figured out what it is. It's Heather trying to push her life experience on all of Utah and all of Mormons and all of Salt Lake with these bold statements. And it just really POs me off. It really makes me mad because I'm like that. And I think this is such a defense mechanism of Heather. I feel like two. Well, two things. One, I think she's trying to like lean way too hard into how Utah is so weird. And that's like part of her personality storyline. It's like, I'm going to call it like I see it, which she's a straight shooter. So I think she feels like in her as her narrative is like, anytime you think Utah's weird, well, guess what? I think it's weirder. And I'm going to point it out. Like, I feel like she's well, trying too hard to do that. I, and I think part of that is because she is self-deprecated, deprecating, and she's the most closely tied to Mormon culture. Whereas like Meredith is like, yeah, I like living in Utah. <laughs> Even Lisa, who we still don't own a Mormon 2.0, like she just leaves it alone. Like, I mean, she has stuff to say, like, yeah, we sell liquor, but we don't think there's anything wrong with it. We, we, we. Do you know what I mean? She's never like, I don't think the church agrees, but I think the church act. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, Heather, stop. I think I'm getting resentful because I feel like she's pushing her life on me because I'm also from Utah. Yeah, she's just making blanket generalizations about herself onto all of us. And I'm like, look, I, I am a part of a blended family. And I can I will tell you from one more perspective no one's ex gives approval. That's the weird. It's the weirdest thing I've heard. And I just don't think Billy wants to be there. He looks very uncomfortable. No, he, I do think something is off about Billy. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say that there isn't. There definitely seems to be besides the, she- the Skechers. And again, I will say he probably was a bad husband, but he doesn't seem vindictive to her. I just think they're a bad match. And so that's why I'm like, I don't love that you are so mean about him I don't behind either. his back. And then Heather goes on this tangent, like, I want to show my girls that they can be strong and you don't need a man. And I'm like, that's awesome. But you've also spent a lot of episodes telling us that your husband gives you, ex-husband gives you a ton of money. Yeah. So while you might not need a man for a business, you do need him for the business capital. Yeah, you do. And you also invited him here. Yeah, so. It's so weird. Um, uh, Meredith shows up wearing, as someone who has trypophobia, I had a really hard time with this mask. <laughs> It, I mean, I was like, is Meredith? She did it first. She really did. Uh, see, so do we think it's a COVID thing? Because no. this was end of February. I think she, I looked this up online after when I saw this last week. And it was her main thing, though, is like, I think, pushing Brooks because it was a Brook collaboration with this designer. Well, I thought that was the dress. I think. But the mask is also by that guy. Oh, bless her heart. I'm pretty positive. Someone can tell me if I'm wrong. But she I think his name's like Christian Cohen. I might have made that up. If it, If I'm right, I will be so excited about how my brain works. Because I think it was Christian Cohen. Anyway, she did. It is Christian Cohen. Oh, my gosh. I am the best. Yeah, he did the mask as well. 
So that is why I kind of feel like she did it. You know, there are there are looks that you wear on the runway and the understanding is that this is only for the runway because a runway is supposed to be editorial and avant-garde and exciting and attention grabbing. But those those stay on the runway. They're not meant to be taken out into the real world. Yeah, the main reason is because like it left marks all over her face. Yeah, the yeah. rest of the time, anytime she had it down, I was like, you look like a dummy. <laughs> because now you just have like weird little rivets all over your face. I mean, I like... I think she's going hard for her kid, and I always appreciate that. You know yeah. people on the internet hate Brooks? Yeah, I did know that. Uh, we don't feel that way. No, I love Brooks. He's hilarious. He's does best. he want to be famous? Of course oh, he does. Well, so does everyone, everyone else on this show. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Of course he wants to be famous. Why are people so mad about also, it? Also, if everyone... Who doesn't want to be famous? Like, let's all just be very honest and say, like, attention feels good, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the right attention. Sure. I do think there are some people who it's any attention. Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. But I, I'll i admit it. If this podcast tomorrow was like, listen to these gals. They're hilarious. I would feel like a billion bucks. Yeah. I freaking love it. Every, every, sometimes people reach out and they're like, I'm so sorry to bug you. You're probably tired of hearing this. And I'm like, I am never tired of you telling me that you like the stuff I create. Do you know what our assumption is? You hate everything yes, you do. Yes. Again, I'm a Heather. Like, you mm-hmm. need to tell me 9,000 times how much you like a thing before I'll believe yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm a Jen. I have a big talk and a big show, but inside, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't express that enough. So when you tell me you listen to this podcast, I send it to Meg every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our our text thread is just us sending like, like the comments from this? other people. I can't believe people are listening to us. Um, I will say Heather killed me though when she saw when she saw Meredith and she was like, "Oh, it's a Marquis de Sade," which like I don't get that reference in in regards to the mask. Yeah. I know he's a philosopher. I don't get the mask part. But I do love her intellect for that. And I also love when she called Meredith a burn victim. <laughs> Who, by the way, she's introducing her as a burn victim to my childhood friend, Sarah Jane Owen was her name growing up. I forgot her married name. Warner? Warner. Warner. And Sarah Jane was the person who told me the truth about Santa Claus. And she also taught me how to ride a horse. What? And what? she was also the first house I went to that had a drinking fountain in oh, it. Fancy. Sarah Jane means a lot to me. She's a very nice person. I like feared the day someone I know personally would be on this show. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it's Sarah Jane. She seemed nice. Her hair was very shiny. She has beautiful hair. She's very. beautiful. That's her um, beautiful dress. Yeah, she didn't. There was nothing wrong with Sarah Jane. And you know what? When it comes to the Real Housewives, that's the best you can hope for. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of things that are wrong, Mary shows up. She's asking what they have all these different napkins. Thirsty AF, messy is AF. Yep. And Mary yep, asks, yep, yep. what a, does AF stand for after the fact? Uh, yeah. And I was like, hey, Mary, here, I'll use it in a sentence to, for you. Your two Chanel purses are weird AF. I do think Mary is 80 years old uh, inside. That Meg, I wrote this exact same thing down. I said, she is living that grandma lifestyle. Yeah. We get a Charlie's Angel reference. We get we a, do. does not understand what flavors or what oxygen is. Like, I mean, she truly, like, I feel, you know how some people, like, look like their dogs or, like, when people get married and all of a sudden they look exactly alike? I feel like Mary has gotten married to her grandpa and now all of a sudden she is a grandma. 
if I'm being honest, it doesn't sound half bad to just like lean into like let's put covers on the sofas and just like live this no. old person life. Covers on the sofas aren't comfortable. Just buy a new sofa. Aren't you rich when you're a grandma? Ooh, that's true. Yeah. And you're in my head. I'm rich as a grandma. I don't know how, but I am. Do you think that if you were meant to be rich, you'd be rich by now? No way. I feel like I believe I could still be rich. I, I I had this horrible realization the other day that like maybe it's just not in the cards for me. Do you know how people always say I didn't I never heard this until two years ago? Well, my mom always says like you can marry more money than you can make. And I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't no one tell me that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have like one of those like squeak, squeak moments. I'm like, holy cow, you really could marry more money than you can make. <laughs> no, I... I truly, for someone who really hates himself and is full of self-doubt, every day I think, today is the day I have the best idea that's going to make me money. I really think, like, any day now I'm going to have it. Yeah. What is it? No idea. But it's coming. It's coming. And you'll all see. Um, Lisa and Meredith have a little bit of, like, a tense moment, which I was hard for me to see because... It's I nice. like them being friends. It's nice to have unity at yeah. points in the show, you know? Yeah, but I... It is hard to see. It was mellow as far as tension goes. Sure. I actually, I really, we all remember me. I did not like Lisa. I feel like she's phony. I still think she's kind of phony. I don't want to say phony. That's the stream. I think she is very, very aware of the image she puts out is how I want to say it. She's aware. So, and there's times where I feel like she's the most Instagrammy of any of them. 100% agree. But although Meredith's whole business is like her jewelry looking really nice. Anyway. I have always thought Lisa is too aware to be on the show of how it will affect the rest of her life, right? Like, yeah. so she puts on a very confident, great face forward. Remember, like, the worst thing about me is I have high standards. Like, she's yeah. always doing a job interview is how I feel. Yeah. Well, because I think she was the first one hired. Yeah. So maybe that's why she just feels like I- I'm this show. Yeah. Everything hinges on me. And I can see where that would happen because if I was on a reality show, there is no way in this world I, well, I can't, I don't have the energy to keep up like good appearances, but I would be very aware that I'm on a show Yeah, and I would react about it. You know, we all would. Heather does. Everyone does. But Lisa's is the most that comes off as like boringly perfect or so you're trying so hard to be perfect. It doesn't seem authentic. So it was hard for me to like Lisa. Yeah. That being said, I liked Lisa a lot this episode. Yeah. I have really come around on Lisa. I felt like her talking to Meredith, I really was like, yes, Lisa. Because Meredith was, I think, being the most real housewife personality she's ever been. Which is she was being like a flat out hypocrite. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And so I liked that Lisa kind of stick up for herself more. Not she always does, but like even with a friend. Who I'm like, you can tell that was real tension between the two of them. I felt like it seemed like very genuine tension. I felt like, Lisa, if it was me, I could see myself being like, oh, you're right. I don't like Jen. (laughs) I could see myself just telling my friend, like, oh, you're right. Let's not. Let's just make fun of Jen together. Because they do have that vibe. Like, we have other friends. And we go hang out with other people. Because this whole group is so draining. We go to dinner in a year and only invite each other. Yeah, they're like kind of a team. So I was like, I do like that, Lisa. Kind of put her foot down a little bit about it. And was like, nope, I'm going to talk to Jen because... I know I said I didn't like her, but as I took a step back, I realized, like, there is a lot of hurt there. And, like, let's just see what she has to say. But then Meredith was so extreme, being like, she came from my family. And I'm like, okay, listen. Look, the thing about Jen is she says things that are rude and they're abrasive, but they're not lies. 
like what she said about gram about the grandpa intercourser was not a lie. Right. What she said about Meredith was not a lie. Do I think she should have said it? No, of course not. Do I think it's gossip? Yes. Do I think she's trying to ruin her family? No, because you're not making up lies about Meredith and apparently not saying anything that Seth didn't know already. Right. Because Meredith last week just told all of us. So I'm like, if you think that Jen is coming for your family, then you also are coming for your family. Right. Because if you don't want your kids to know that when you guys are separated, you see other people, then why did you tell us all? Well, and she's mad at Lisa because she's like, well, why would you reach out to someone who had done this thing that was harmful to my family? And that's the exact same reason Jen was mad at Meredith. Jen was mad at Meredith because Meredith had reconciled with Whitney, who she believed had come after her her family. family. And I'm like, Meredith, look in the freaking mirror. Like you claim to disengage and be above all this and you'll never dictate who someone could be friends with. But that's exactly what you're doing right now. I know. Wow. What a really great. I didn't even think about that. All I thought was you can't blame people for telling things that are true if you're going to also tell us what's true. Like there's other housewives where they will go to their grave lying about something just because they don't want that other person to be right. Like if someone spreads a gossip about them, I'm like 100 percent that is true. But they will go to their grave before admitting that person was right. But I'm like, Meredith, you just literally told everyone. Right. You can't be mad about that anymore. Anyway, I'm I'm into Lisa. I like it. I feel like. The thing about Lisa is she's not passive aggressive, and I like that. Yeah, no, she will tell you straight up if she has an issue. With Meredith you. is passive aggressive. Meredith Whitney is the most passive aggressive. Whitney is a sneak. I'm really not into Whitney. Jen walks in, she looks great. Well, that first we go to the oxygen bar. Can we take a minute for Grandma Mary? <sighs> yeah, I skipped the oxygen bar because I was like, <laughs> I don't even have the energy. I will th- say, I like Jen. Everyone knows that. The reason I will be mad at Jen till the day I die. Is that she made Mary right. And I hate that. I know. And I Mary's taken a lot of victory laps She's about it. She's freaking gleeful about it. She is so... And I just don't even... I don't want to get Mary any tiny bit of satisfaction. Because I truly think she's a bad person. Yeah, she is. So, I'm... In this, when they go to the oxygen bar, after Whitney has to describe everything about an oxygen bar, which, like, the way that Mary asks the person questions about the oxygen bar is, again, like, she thinks she's better than everyone. She treats people who are, quote-unquote, the help, like garbage, mm-hmm. yet again. So, you know, Whitney then again says, you know, Jen got into this fight. Mary's like, I told you this would happen. And I'm just like, ugh, I really wish we could say that's not true. But then Jen does show up, and she looks dynamite. She looks so good. She's got this classy, one-shouldered, very well fitted dress and a fur, and she's wearing pearls, and she's got these great earrings. Cool did you bag. Not- did you notice her earrings were up higher on her lobe, so they didn't drag down? Oh. They were like an half an inch back. They weren't on the bottom of her lobe, which we know I've been saying for a while. Like, why doesn't she get that little Botox? Yeah, but they were up higher, and I was like, you know what? What if they're clip-ons? They're definitely clip-ons. You can see how they like clip in the back. Interesting. Interesting. So Whitney actually approaches her first and she's like, hey, I want to talk. Oh my gosh. I want to talk. I want to be so rude and abrasive to you. Yeah. She was so aggressive. But Jen's like, yeah, sorry. I'm like, for someone who told Heather a day ago or whenever the timeline is that she needed to disinvite Jen because Jen was going to ruin her party. This is where I was like, Whitney is a snake. She is a snake. Yeah. She is a Kanye West snake. I don't really think he's a snake. Whatever. She's a snake because she walks right up to Jen and immediately like gets aggressive. I felt like she was aggressive. Yeah. And Jen is the freaking best. <laughs> she wanted Jen to ruin the night. You know she did. She did. Jen 
is so funny in response is like, I'm just going to keep apologizing and I'm going to Michelle Obama my way through the night, which I loved. I And like, of course, that means when they go low, I'll go high. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. She just keeps apologizing. She keeps apologizing. And, and they she want says, her to explode. They keep like goading her into exploding. Her. She provoked me. But the best was when Jen was like, I don't even know why I'm apologizing for Whitney. I just see a bunch of cookies in the side and I want to go get one of those cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never really And she's told us multiple times this episode she's on the a keto, diet. The keto diet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I was like, Jen tells the people what they want to hear and I'm here for it. So she just keeps apologizing. Um, Quick break because Heather has to give this weird speech oh talking about her divorce like at her ex-husband who's listening to this and how she's like... They've always apologized for mm-hmm. their successes. They've hid their success from their friends and family. Like, when? It's so weird. It's so weird. She's the weirdest business speech. Uh, like, you're divorced and rich, but you all, you've all, you also, <laughs> all season, told us how rich your husband is, and he gives you a lot of money. So, <laughs> nothing's adding up. It's the weirdest. It's the weirdest. I do want to say, I thought her business partner looked very good. Oh, yeah. Dre's Dre, awesome. She's cool. I want to say I wish she was on the show, but I don't because like I kind of feel like let's protect Ray. Let's protect Ray. Absolutely. I don't love the Chanel earrings. I've seen them too much this season. They're just really hard for me because all I see is Cha. I know. Right? And I'm all, it takes me a beat to realize it's not Cha Cha, <laughs> which I think would be a little more fun. Or when you only see one, you're like, what's a Nell? <laughs> yeah. Who's Nell? It's a lot. Um, right. Okay. Then we the best filming in the world happens in this scene. Where Meredith is talking about bad energy, and then Jen shows up. That's great. I was like, I don't even care if a producer told her to have that conversation. It was so hilarious. I thank them. Thank and that you. guy is like, I'm gonna bounce. That guy said, I'm gonna go talk to my mom. <laughs> and I was like, Who is this guy? <laughs> Who everyone seems to know. Like, who's he though? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. The, you know, again, Jen's like, Listen, I just want to apologize. She offers a very sincere apology. Very sincere. I wrote the exact same things today. Sincere apology. Mary's a grandma. Weirdest business speech. (laughs) It was a very sincere apology. But Meredith is like, I don't know if I accept your apology. It's going to take time. I'm like, you freaking gave yourself negative energy. Yeah. You better better disengage from yourself. And I get that it could take time. That's fine. I wasn't actually mad at Meredith about this, but I was sort of like, she didn't ruin your family. It's not like she... It just really bothers me. It's not like she spread rumors about you that were untrue. Again, you can't gossip about your friends. I'm there for that. But she apologized for gossiping about you. And she did wear that Brooks Marks tracksuit that is fugly. It's so bad. And she wore it well in a way that I thought, that's a cool tracksuit. Mm-hmm. So you know what? She obviously very much supports your family. She does. And she's like, these kids are like my kids. Like, she loves the but Marks children. The internet is going wild about this because everyone hates Brooks, as I've mentioned, because mm-hmm. they thought that she came for Jen. Mm-hmm. And Jen, like, didn't discourage that kind of mentality. So then Meredith got on and was like, what if I went for her kid? She'd be upset about it. And everyone's like, but her kids don't want to be famous. Do you see? They're never on the show. Like, Brooks right. is choosing to be on the show and talk. He actually was, like, pretty rough about her. Yeah. That vagina hole talk. Yeah. Which, and I'm like, should she have lifted her leg up? Probably not. But is he way over-exaggerated what happened there? Very much. And then, like, fully was like, I don't want that woman at our house. Yeah. That's when I was like, I still like Brooks. But. Tough. You can't be on the housewives, say rude things, and then be mad when people are rude about you. Yeah. 
Yeah. If someone was rude about us, we would have to accept it. I mean, because we're kind of rude on this podcast. I'm rude all the time on this <laughs> podcast. It makes me feel like so good about myself. <laughs> so, and also, I'm just, like Heather, I'm just kind of like I see it. Yeah. So, I thought, they're fine. Then Heather comes over, and everyone's uncomfortable. I just... All right. So, <sighs> here's where I, again, really liked Lisa. Because Lisa's like, I do events. I'm a business person. You shouldn't be acting like this. And she goes over and tells Heather, you should whisper. Yeah, she's a, she's essentially like inside voices, guys. Like yeah. everyone's looking at you. And I was like, I let, this is again when I like Lisa. Yeah. Because Heather is being a so child. Asin- she's, in, she's being so asinine right now. She's just, here's what exactly what I want you to say. So I will know that you're my friend. And then Jen freaking apologizes and and she's like no it's not specific enough well and Whitney's like she wants you to name the thing that you did and I'm like Whitney stay out of it why is Whitney here also the the amount of times that Heather said show up for me I'm like what does that mean Heather she's literally here for you at this party she she put herself in a tight dress with heavy earrings and heels and went to Murray. She went to Murray in a, <laughs> to strip, a strip mall. mall. She went to a strip mall that used to be a Papa Murphy's in a fur to show up for you. So what does that mean? I was just like, I don't get what that means. Show up for me. She always says she said show up for me a lot. And then another thing a lot that I was like, why are you saying this? Show up for me. I'm like, stop saying show up for me. And I was like, I cannot believe how well Jen is handling this. She says, own it. Own it. That's the other thing. I'll own it. I'm owning it. And then just like that, they're sharing a lip gloss. I love their resolution. Because here's the thing. Does Jen kind of bully Heather? She's a dominant friend. (laughs) Of course. When Whitney was like, there's a power struggle. I'm like, no, there's not. They're not a power struggle. Jen's top dog. Yeah. Heather just gets upset sometimes. Yeah. And doesn't I mean, want to be involved, which is fine. Yeah. But you do have some friends that are top dog. Yeah. And I have a friend that's top dog, and I honestly truly don't care. She wants to do... I, I, that's our friendship. I don't care. She yeah. can be in charge. But, like, when I decide to get upset about it, I know exactly how it's going to end, and I'm going to have to apologize because she's top dog. <laughs> so, I just think that's a relationship, and I loved that fight at the end of the, the lip gloss. She's like, I love you, I support you, F you, Heather. <laughs> that killed me. It was great. And then I was like, wow. These two really are good now. Like, that was it. It's over. Uh huh. They've talked it through. Then we get a Carrie Bradshaw voiceover from Heather. And then this, this is where, okay, I want you to know this is where I was offended. This is where Bravo 100% okay, offended tell me, me. Tell me. They've said some weird stuff about Mormons. <laughs> I'm Mormon. This is the time that I am 100% offended. This stupid freaking slapstick vaudeville music. Yeah. Over the end, I was. Upset. <laughs> I'm so upset about it. It's like, boom, 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 ba, 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 boom, 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 ba, ba, ba. And they're like writing these things like, a Meredith still disengaging. Like, and the whole thing was like someone's bad stand-up comedy routine. I truly was like, did Andy Cohen, like, did coronavirus get the editor? And they had to contract this out to whoever does like kids TV shows? I don't know. I hated it. So much. I hated that it started with a Heather doing a voiceover about how hard it is to be Mormon. Yeah, it's really hard to be a good Mormon is the closing line from like Heather. Like, she's reading a journal. Like, she's freaking Carrie Bradshaw. Did it not give you Carrie Bradshaw vibes? I mean, I never watched Sex in the City, but I'm familiar with the premise, and I can see and then how we they're go similar. straight to boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I was like, I 
hate, I hate you. I hate you for this. Like, I just hated it. I really, like, it made no sense. Every other time you watch these, there's this, like, nice, reflective music. And they still tell jokes, but it's not like... It is not like this circus, this re- yeah, this ridicule they made of us. It, it was all a of lot. Utah. It was a lot. You made fun of all of Utah with that music. And, and like, that- I hate to be this person, but stop being such coastal elites. Like, this yes. is why the rest of the country hates you. Meg, thanks for saying that because I. That's exactly. I feel like even this music is just making a joke about yeah. all of us. Look at these back hill. Folk. Yeah, like, look at these idiots. Look at those Mormons. Yeah, these polygamists all interbred. That's how I felt. Yeah. I, I don't know why that music made me feel that way. Every insecurity about being from Utah, they just dug it right <laughs> out. And I was offended by it, and I hate it. I mean, it's really hard to be a good Mormon. <laughs> Not I, really. I hope we're moving on from that. I, I mean, at She's the fine. end, they were like, Heather's no longer a practicing Mormon. And I was like, Great. that feels like the right choice for Heather. Heather, thank you. It's let's about just, time. Let's talk about anything else now. I don't care if you want to talk about being Mormon. Like, I... I honestly wish Lisa would have talked to us about her being Mormon because I'm still interested in how she's Mormon. Yeah. Because it's different and it's not predictable and it is a story that she has to tell. Yeah. Stop painting all of us as the same thing. Yeah. Heather. Heather's the biggest culprit. I hate it. No, thank you. And no, thank you to these reunion outfits. I'm just going to bring that back. I mean, but we're going to talk about it. So... So tame. I think we'll see how next week goes. And if we feel like we need to do an episode about that one part, we'll do it. Otherwise, we'll do all the reunion together. Yeah, because there is a lot. They add a lot of crap that doesn't matter. This is like you watch The Bachelor. Yeah, this is like the men tell all, which <laughs> yeah, I always skip. And it's like three episodes of like this is 30 minutes of content. I do think I can't wait to see everyone cry. Well, I just Lisa out. cries. No, she probably doesn't cry. I did love when Lisa's like, oh, so let's all just ask you, let's like, no one be friends with Jen. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what happens yeah, there. Well, it's going to be good. Um, but that's the end of the season as we know it. They're filming season two starting in like a week. Yeah, I heard like the 16th. So I don't know. What's the turnaround? I guess probably by the, if I had to guess, I'd say by fall again. Okay. Well, well, we'll when were posted. they filming? Last time they started filming in like September. Yes. And it took like a full year. No, it was like January. They announced in November. They only filmed two months? I think so, yeah. I just assumed that Heather's weird tinsel was up because it was after Christmas. It was like right by Christmas. I mean, okay, so we did have Mary's weird Met Gala thing that might have been right around Christmas. But Mar- but the Met Gala is actually in May. <laughs> so like, there was no... That Do you time- think Mary's aware that the Met Gala is actually in May? <laughs> What we know for sure is that we had the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, okay. All right. Well, regardless, we'll be back. We're going to be back in between then doing other stuff because there's a lot of shows we need to talk about. We love TV. We love TV. Um, if anyone has a suggestion, you can tell us. We'll probably do it. Uh, you can email me, uh, Meg, at HiveMindHQ.com, or you can find me on Instagram. You should follow HiveMind on Instagram, HiveMindHQ on Instagram, because guess what? We need more Instagram followers. It's the one thing where I'm like, I'm kind of embarrassed by this number. So go follow us on Instagram. For someone who feels like they hate themselves, it's interesting you just shared your biggest weakness. Wouldn't Heather do that? Heather would. She'd beg for followers. She would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, Heather would pay for followers. That's true. Anyway, come. We'll um, have fun. 
Also, we're about to record our Bridgerton episode, which you can access if you become a patron on patreon.com forward slash HiveMindHQ. We have a lot of fun recording them. I hope you have a lot of fun listening to them. That show is wild. Uh, and it's, it's a good and way. We're about to get wilder with that show. Yeah. It's about to take oh, off. Oh, yeah. And it's a good way to just support HiveMind overall, all that we do. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, HiveMind.substack.com. And you can leave us a good rating and review. That really helps other people find the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back to talk reunion soon. Okay, bye. Bye.